Welcome to this week's episode of The Weekly. My name is Trevor. I'm one of the pastors at the Church of Your Station and your host. The Weekly is a 20-minute podcast devoted to books, current events, and issues relevant to the life of our church. Sometimes Christians get famous. How should we think about that? How should we think about the question of Christians becoming famous? Um, famous people following Christ and Christians becoming famous. Uh, today, I have Jim Slice on the podcast to talk about this very issue. You may have heard of a guy named Kanye West who recently has converted to Christianity by all appearances. And so we talk about that. How should we think about that? What might the scriptures have to say to that? I think you'll find this really helpful and really interesting. Give it a listen. Jim, how are you today? I am doing very well. Good. How are you? I'm good. I'm, I'm doing great. It's a Sunday evening when we're recording this. A yeah. lovely, crisp Sunday evening, thankfully. Blessedly cool. Like, blessedly yeah. cool. You know who else is blessedly cool? <laughs> who? You are. Oh, man. You. I'm, <laughs> well, my cheeks feel a little warm right now. I'm, I think I'm blushing so much. Yeah. So, so here, here's your surprise question, Jim. Surprise um, question. If there was any topic that you could do a, a podcast that... Any topic that you would just be burning to talk about on the weekly, what would that be? Ooh, ooh. Um, and then we'll have our listeners decide if they actually want that to come <laughs> to fruition. Okay. Um, I mean, we've talked about some ideas, and so I'm going to intentionally go away from those ideas. Okay. Is that okay? That's fine. Um, if I could talk about anything on the weekly, um, I think I would want to talk about... Um, Probably something related to politics, like you know what what a sort of healthy um, like political um, mindset, like you know how to hold politics apart in our hearts, and um, but then also like you know maybe sort of the you know some of my politics, I guess some of my politics, <laughs> and like how I come to those conclusions. Yeah. Okay. Uh, which okay. yeah. Um, I guess that's really what I wanted to talk about all along. Um, mm. Yeah, yeah. The, the whole is. like beginning stuff about um, how to set apart, you know, Christ as Lord in our hearts and politics, you know, is is way down below that. That that was just to sound spiritual. Yeah. So that's okay. the the Trojan horse through which you sneak your po- political convictions in. Yeah, yeah, that was it. <clears throat> you're dastardly. You're blessedly cool and <laughs> dastardly. Um, so today, today we're going to talk about. Um, kind of an interesting topic um unless you've been living under a gigantic rock you've probably heard about a a, a musical artist yeah can i can i yes can i can i west can i west also known as kanye west oh yeah oh (laughs) okay is that um all right (laughs) i guess i've only seen it written down yeah, Jim really, really wanted to make that joke. So, <laughs> what joke? So, uh, Kanye West. Yeah, presumably you've heard about Kanye West's um, recent declaration that he is he is no longer producing secular music. Yeah, he is now producing only gospel music, Christian only gospel music. music. Yeah, um, and, and with that has come news about Kanye's um, desire to start a church, his desire to lead a congregation, mm-hmm. and his desire to, um, I mean, ultimately point people to Jesus. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what's a, what's been some of the the headlines kind of surrounding this? Um, yeah, I guess I've seen different different things. Um, well, you know, just the headlines you've you've already kind of outlined there. 
Um, some questions about is the services that he's been hosting so far, is there an admission price? Hmm. Um, and I, I guess I haven't looked fully into that. Um, and yeah, I mean, so that, yeah, I guess that's kind of the darker side or at least a darker question. Um, and then I did see something today where in the midst of his, you know, I, I guess most recent um, worship service, the topic kind of strayed to politics and his politics. And, um, and that was, you know, there's some questions about that as well. Um, not, you know, what his politics are per se, uh, but, you know, when and how we include those. Um, yeah. So totally appropriate for a podcast, but maybe <laughs> less appropriate for um, a worship service. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah, other questions. Oh, and, and then, you know, some more interesting things. Like, I mean, people in the... Well, about the guy, you're going to mention the guy who preached? At- yes, yeah. Um, so, and, you know, I'm, I'm sorry I don't know his name, but, you know, it was kind of going around um, social media, um, and some blogs that... Last week or the week before, um, the guy who gave the uh, gospel invitation was someone who had studied at the Master's Seminary under John MacArthur. And, you know, I, I wouldn't call myself a MacArthurite. I, I don't think we're necessarily, like, right in the mold of a, a MacArthur-type church. Um, but that said, you know, I, I do still think of him as a very solid teacher. Mm. and. Um, Bible-loving ex- gospel preaching. Yeah, yeah. And so would expect someone who had been trained in a seminary to um, to be able to give like a, a really full-throated gospel presentation. And, and people, you know, from all reports, the presentation itself was, um, was spot on. And I, I think you said, what did he preach from? Yeah, he preached from Isaiah chapter 6. And the, wow. the outline of the sermon was, God's holy and you're not. You are a you are a person amidst people of unclean lips, and you need to be your sin needs to be addressed. You need yeah. atonement. Yeah, so that's, believe on Christ. That's um, it's just not what you would expect in the the more public sphere. It doesn't fit the mold of seeker sensitive um, or you know re- yeah really you know try to address the felt needs, um, but you know is entirely focused on the the distance between um, man and God, you know, because of his holiness and because mm. of our unrighteousness. And um, it's it's not affirming. It's not not the it's not comforting. Um, but it, it, it is convicting, mm. like if the Lord allows it to be. And, mm. um, so that, you know, that's encouraging. Um, and and then reading like other things, you know, again in the blogosphere, to the effect that those are the kind of people that are discipling Kanye West right mm. now. Um, those are the kind of people who are are teaching him, and they are like they are ca- like cautioning him in good ways, like saying, um, you know, things like, um, and it's not necessarily a question of being an elder, but um, you know, when Paul instructs Timothy, First um, Timothy chapter three, um, and said, you know, saying about elders. Um, that they should not be a, a recent convert, you know, unless they become puffed up. Um, and, you know, and, and that seems like the category that Kanye would be in. Um, and it seems like the people who are discipling him are saying, that's the category you're in, brother. Please, like, you know, don't um, take on authority that, you know, you're not 
you know, not ready for, not um, discipled for. And so um, a lot of encouraging things, Yeah, I think is a way to sum it up. Yeah. Well, and what made this interesting to me was it was kind of a, uh, it was a, kind of a great test case in what happens when Christians get famous or when famous people become Christians. Mm-hmm. You know, there, there's a lot of people that we could list off who have been famous Christians. Kanye West, people like Tim Tebow, mm-hmm. you have the Duck Dynasty folks. Um, I remember walking through uh, Christian bookstores as a child and they would have sports themed magazine and the cover would, would feature whatever famous athlete who is a Christian you right. know, of the month. I remember Marshall Falk mm-hmm. from the Rams in the late 90s being featured on one of those covers. Mm-hmm. Um, Marshall Falk, uh, uh, Johnny Cash later in his life. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bob Dylan even had a Christian face. Right, uh, right. There, there's all sorts of folks who, uh, Chris Pratt, you know, has, has kind of famously said that mm-hmm. he's a believer. Um, and it seems to me that there's kind of two typical responses to Christians becoming famous or famous people becoming Christians. Mm-hmm. Typical response one is to um, maybe uncritically celebrate it, mm-hmm. uncritically get excited about the fact. Um, and I think maybe from a tendency to kind of work under the assumption that the famous person becoming a Christian kind of legitimizes Christianity. Right, right. Or kind of make Christianity cool again. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the other side of that, the other maybe pitfall, uh, or the other maybe kind of extreme reaction we see is like an immediate dismissal. Like there's no chance. It's kind of a, a, an assumption that the person's motives are purely about profit, purely about um, trying to... Uh, prop himself up with a large segment of the American population, you know, whatever it might mm-hmm. be. Um, so what do you think? Do you think that's a tendency that we have? Have you seen that? Oh, Same absolutely. Um, yeah, we we as Christians um, are, you know, I think just as susceptible to, um, yeah, I think I'm, what the Bible would call being respecters of men, um, fearing man. Um, then, you know, it's kind of a weird phrase for it, but um, anybody that we kind of set apart in our minds as, you know, being in awe of and just sort of, you know, we get around them and we're like, oh, what am I wearing? All right. Hmm. Don't say anything stupid. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm just going to just try to be cool. Try to be cool because, you know, this person's in my presence. Like, yeah, we're very much susceptible to that. And, and I think James even warns us about it, you know, says, um, you know, pretty clearly that, um, you know, there's going to be that temptation. Like someone's going to come into your meeting, um, you know, wearing really nice clothes and a poor person's going to come in and, you know, it's, it's a tendency to say, oh, here, here's the best seat in the house hmm. to the man in fine mm-hmm. clothes, um, to the man in shabby clothes. It was like, uh, you can stand in the back. I, I mean, if you want to, you could sit on the floor. Um, but just to, to have that tendency to show favoritism um, is part of the fallen condition. Mm. And, um, you know, with Christians who still wrestle with the flesh, um, we, uh, you know, we're you know, subject to that mm. um, and have to be on guard against it. On the other side of the, the equation, the... Well, to, can I add oh, to that, if I, if I may? It also seems like maybe they're... Maybe we're in a unique period in history. Maybe we're unique in Americans in that we we do kind of have this weird fascination with celebrity. Right, right. I mean, I yeah, um, you know how how to account for mass media and 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 just sort of you know seeing like being up close to a person whose face is known by tens, hundreds of millions of people, um, 
and there's some you know sort of that the glory in that you know in quotes mm. um, you know kind of being reflected onto us mm. and, you know kind of mm. um, so so yeah I mean it, uh, unique in, in some ways um, but I, I think like appealing to those um, you know the the things that have been common in sinful human hearts throughout history yeah. um, so and you were gonna what were you gonna say about the yeah, um, the flip side. I think, I think when you recognize a danger, um, you know, there's then the natural tendency to, um, you know, pull the wheel of the car, um, so you swerve all the way to the other side of the road and go um, off into another ditch. Um, and, and you know, that's what you were talking about of just sort of like a cynical um, rejection and. Um, you know, in saying like, no, there's, there's no way, there's no way this person um, really has a sincere faith. And, mm. um, and so like, I mean, we, we need to learn to steer the cars of our hearts down the, you know, the middle of the road, um, in the middle of our lane and, um, and not go off into you know, either, um, not try to overcorrect um, for the natural tendency that we have. So yeah, so to summarize, I mean, it seems like, you know, maybe the tendency is to kind of uncritically, immediately embrace the news of, let's let's say Kanye, mm-hmm. um, and maybe it comes from a place of feeling like it makes Christianity cool again, or mm-hmm. it legitimizes the faith. Sure. Or um, maybe uh, in our minds, it reflects maybe a, a hopeful um, cultural shift in, in favor of Christianity again. You know, maybe, maybe that's one way to approach it. The other would be, like you said, the kind of the cynical rejection, the immediate, um, just immediately assuming that uh, the only reason the person would do this is for some kind of personal gain. You know, we, we were talking in the car, like kind of even thinking about Kanye's, uh, the, the kind of the trajectory or the pattern of his career, is Kanye's always been transgressive, mm-hmm. you know, in the sense that he's always wanted to, to break boundaries. Mm-hmm. And so early on in his career, I'm kind of taking your word on that. I I know some Kanye songs, but um, <laughs> well, I, mean, I haven't studied his his style or career in depth. But please he, he used a lot of um, he he would talk about being God, and he would talk about um, kind of identify over identifying with Jesus in some ways that were really blasphemous, you know, frankly. Mm-hmm. And in the early 2000s, you know, that would have been very much transgressive, um, or or at least much more so than today. Um, and then in 2019, like what what is the most transgressive thing that a really real like maybe one of the most famous people in the world? What is a really transgressive thing that they could do? I would become be, a conservative evangelical Bible believing yeah, Christian. Christian. Um, and so you know, there, there's some of that there too. That, and that was you know, frankly, when I, when I read about it and first heard the news, that was my first thought. It was like, oh my goodness, this is just his next um, stunt. Stunt. That's a good word for it. Um, but how, how might the scriptures? speak to this how might the scriptures kind of helpfully as you said navigate the middle lane and not not uh go overboard or maybe not put too much um show favoritism about how much we esteem the conversion of famous people uh, but also not being marked by cynicism um oh gosh you know that's uh um i you know i, I think it'll I, I think maybe the parable of the different soils Hmm. Um, speaks to it um, that we, you know, have the possibility of um, you know someone who's received the word with great joy and like the um, you know the apparent fruit shoots up quickly, um, but 
you know, because it was in uh, rocky soil, um, they had no roots within themselves that over time the plant withers. And, um, and then also, you know, the, I just got to imagine, like, you know, at some point he's going, Kanye West will have to wrestle with, if he continues in the faith, have to wrestle with a diminishing of influence, diminishing of, um, you know, fame and like an increase of mockery. Um, and that will be like a real, a real testing, a real trial hmm. um, that like a plant without roots, you know, won't endure. Um, or if he has money troubles, like the cares of this life, um, you know, may choke out the um, fruitfulness of the, the gospel. And so, yeah, you know, we pray like, Lord, please, like till the soil of his heart. Hmm. Um, you know, please, um, you, you bring the fruit and you do like whatever necessary pruning um, in order to strengthen him and um, establish him in the faith. Um, yeah, other things that speak well, to the scripture. Well, okay. I, I think what you're saying there, at least in part, is be patient. Like that's one thing that the scriptures would have us. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like a evaluation. Like in in the meantime, like in the here and now, um, I have to. I'm going to receive him as. A, you know, I say hypothetically, I'm going to receive him as a brother, hmm. um, and. Um, if later on he should not bear good fruit or bear bad fruit, um, then probably have to you know wrestle with the, the reality that you know perhaps the conversion wasn't uh, wasn't genuine um, in the first place. Um, so yeah, there's some patience, but there is also but there's like in the here and now we say like welcome brother, please like yeah. come in yeah um, and you know you know we're going to be working on our hearts to to treat you um like the other brothers and sisters in christ that's good um well that makes me think of first corinthians 13 when it says that love believes all things bears all things right there's kind of a a uh a hopeful maybe even naivete yeah that should carry oh that's great that's what Um, i was thinking uh, yeah, I mean, history classically, Christians have talked about the virtue of being naive. Interesting, which is a, maybe another podcast, the vice of curiosity. So uh-huh. maybe that's another episode. Maybe that's a one we can talk <laughs> about later. Uh, the passage that I thought about was in Philippians one, where it seemed like there. This is a situation where Paul's in prison. Paul's in prison for preaching the gospel. Right, he's writing to the church at Philippi from prison. And I'll just read this. This is Philippians chapter one, verses twelve through eighteen. He says, Now I want you to know, brethren, that my circumstances have turned out for the greater progress of the gospel, so that my imprisonment in the cause of Christ has become well known throughout the whole Praetorian Guard and everyone else, and that most of the brethren trusting the Lord because of my imprisonment have far more courage to speak the word of God without fear. So, right, so he's saying that like he's in prison, and you know what? The God has used it. God has used it to save what is it, most throughout the whole it, Christ the, it's becoming well known throughout the whole Praetorian Guard that right. belongs to Jesus gospel message is being advanced. Verse 15, some, to be sure, are preaching Christ, even from envy and strife, but some also from goodwill. The latter do it out of love, knowing that I am appointed for the defense of the gospel. The former proclaim Christ out of selfish ambition, rather than from pure motives, thinking to cause me to stress in my imprisonment. So he says that while he's in prison, there's some that are preaching the gospel as a way to maybe thumb their nose at Paul. Mm -hmm. But he says, what then? Only that in every way, whether in pretense or in truth, Christ is proclaimed, and in this I rejoice. Yeah, awesome. So, um, kind of bringing that back to the the current moment. Uh, I mean, do you think that you know if if Kanye you know, continues to testify to the Lord's goodness, um, 
and you know should at a later time then like turn and say like walk away still the, the lord may have used that yep. that testimony um to draw others to his name mm. and um and, and so that you know we can kind of rest easy like in, you mm. know, in saying that um we we don't have to worry that it's all going to blow up in our face later mm. on like mm. the, the lord will use it according to his goodwill um and um, hopefully the Kanye continues and perseveres to the end. And if he should not, then the testimony he gave to Christ may still have been used in people's lives. Mm. Mm. Yeah, and if this all turned out to be a stunt, Isaiah chapter 6 was still preached at mm. the end of the day. Wow, yeah. Um, oh, that's a good point. Um, yeah, if it all turned out to be a stunt, like, you know, would we feel foolish Um or you know, would would some people feel foolish? I, I, I guess probably, but um, yeah. But they heard the word of God. Mm. And it, it's not going to return void. Um, someone heard, mm. and uh, hopefully someone was, um, hopefully someone was convicted and uh, brought to godly sorrow and and faith and repentance. So, mm. wow. good stuff. Yeah, definitely. And there's a lot more that could be said, but we'll we'll go ahead and land the plane there. Okay. Jim, thanks so much for your time this evening, man. Oh, it was my pleasure. Maybe we'll get you on soon to talk politics and naivete and curiosity and all sorts of other things. I would love to do those things. (laughs) Like, man, gosh, those surprise questions, they um, are a huge surprise. Like, politics was just the first thing I could think of. All right. Tune in next time. Maybe we'll talk politics. (laughs)